Santa Cruz artist Victoria May makes sculpture from cloth, needle, and thread. While at first glance her work may look like wearable garments, a closer look reveals unusual materials sewn into the seams, like animal bones, sand, and glass. To execute the sewing that serves as the basis for her work, Victoria often references antique instructional booklets that diagram tricks and techniques for home sewers. I think this is from the 30s or 40s. And it's from the Women's Institute of Domestic Arts and Sciences. I love the illustrations in here. Oh, okay. So this is another of my vintage sewing machines uh, that someone gave me. I just, I like the, the old metal. Um, yeah, there's something about it that I just love. Even though the domestic art of hand sewing may be out of date, Victoria's work is part of a recent re-emergence of craft techniques in contemporary art. I think there's a, a stronger conceptual edge to things these days, using craft, which is, you know, my personal um, interest in it. I think people are using it in really beautiful ways. Craft techniques have so much richness that they can bring to a piece, and so I think people are really exploiting that, I mean, in a good way, in their artwork. There is a greater, a stronger relationship to our daily lives with, like, say, textiles, for example, because we, you know, we wear them, we use them at home, you know, we sleep in them. And so to, like, to see artwork that incorporates something that's so personal to you, I think, you know, there is something very evocative about that. A self-trained seamstress since the age of 10, Victoria now makes multimedia artwork inspired by the craft. Her three-dimensional pieces are made of organza and other delicate fabrics and employ precise seams and stitches to hold their shape. It's a technique she honed making custom wedding gowns at a local bridal boutique. Here I was like fresh out of college looking for a job and there happened to be an ad for a stitcher at a bridal shop. So I took like one of my, one or two of my best pieces, you know, to the shop to apply for the job and she hired me. I also got to work on making the custom gowns, which was really like influential for me. And you can see that, you know, inside there's that princess seam and then they just tacked it on over the top. So underneath is the structure. See, and it's even got this extra little interior armature. I would make a, what's called a muslin, and fit it onto their body. You know, so it's very intimate. When you take it off, then you see, oh my God, you know, one shoulder's higher than the other, you know, one boob's bigger than the other, one hip's, you know, whatever. They're just all these imperfections. You know, we have certain beliefs or intentions, and then it sort of like manifests, you know, in our lives or our bodies. And so uh, the series of shirts or blouses was based on that idea. Instead of concealing, Victoria's garments bring to the fore the unseen emotions or life experiences of the imaginary person wearing them. The garment is just a, it's a regular uh, commercial pattern that I used, and I chose it because it just seemed like a very prim, conservative type of garment that would uh, contrast the materials that I was interested in putting inside. 
These are um, actually yam skins, and I treated them with gel medium so that they're um, not so brittle and they hold their shape. Because they reminded me of skin, of actual human skin. And so I like the, the idea of showing a garment and both skin at the same time. Scavenging for raw materials is a big part of Victoria's creative process. Living in Santa Cruz means there's no shortage of thrift shops and yard sales to plunder. Yeah, I'll take it. As far as like acquiring or sourcing materials, I do have a tendency to want to get them in some, from some kind of a used source or reclaim them somehow. There's a sort of a delight and a challenge in finding materials and then thinking about their connotations, what its past use was and how that can refer to the piece. Recently, Victoria has been experimenting with varying different fabrics and dirt. She often takes advantage of the rural area she works in. Living in Santa Cruz, I love the, you know, the natural beauty here. You know, I love how small it is that I, you know, know a lot of people in town. I, sometimes I think about, well, if I did have a studio, like, say, in Emeryville or in San Francisco, like, where would I get dirt? So I do cherish that immediacy that I have here. This is different kinds of silk that I had just buried in the ground and I liked the different ways that it got resisted and stained. And there's something sort of delightful about <laughs> taking such a fine material and subjecting it to such a deteriorating process. I think, you know, it, it comes back to that idea of like taking really humble materials, you know, that might be overlooked and sort of like elevating them through handwork to um, make people see a certain connotation in them and also for people to see this a kind of beauty in them. There's something about investing a lot of time and labor into something versus using like an expensive material. It's like the time and the labor is what makes it precious.